welcome to episode 120 of the Customer Support Leaders podcast. I'm Charlotte Ward. The theme for this week is customer satisfaction, so stay tuned for five leaders talking about that very topic. I'd like to welcome back to the podcast today, Simone Secchi. Simone, it's lovely to have you back again. Um, This week, we're talking about customer satisfaction, good old CSAT. Yes. Um, And CSAT took a beating at some point when the more popular customer effort score came into the picture. But uh, I think they're very distinct things. And I I do think that CSAT still has uh, an important role in defining what are uh, the main performance and performance metrics in the team. So I think that, you know, the the, the most important thing uh, about CZ uh, is actually, from my perspective, the negative reviews. Uh, mm-hmm. Because there's like, there's, you know, there's uh, one way to, to do it right and many ways to get burned, I would say. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, actually. The, the negative ones... I think always need a follow up. Yes. Um, you know, it would be nice to have the resources to follow up on every single customer personally, even the positives, and say, thank you so much. That was amazing. But um, we can but dream on that front, can't we? So I'm kind of I'm kind of interested in two things you said. What one is about that follow up, and the other one is you that you use the phrase measure of performance in relation mm-hmm. to CSAT. Um, yeah. And I'd love you I'd love to explore with you exactly what you mean by that because I think people are nervous of using CSAT as a performance measure, right? Yeah, I think it all comes down to the granularity of uh, of your data. Once again, no, it comes back with our previous conversation about data. Um, and so for me, the, the biggest step with CSAT was when I broke down negative reviews in, into one other method. And, and I specifically like to use a buy chart for that. So the reason why is because I broke down the negative reviews with a follow-up questions for the users, which for me, you have to analyze um, two main uh, areas uh, of uh, uh, that, that could determine this like negative reaction from users. So the questions are always around, is this due to a problem that you have with the product, which could uh, be a, a very nice substitute for MPS, because you will have this, um, you know, uh, in, inappropriate in that context, in the context like comments about the product where, you know, if you don't handle them, then they just affect negatively your CSAT. And you know, this is why I think people are uh, are worried about CSAT because it's stuff that you can't really do anything about, right? But if you break down these questions, is, is this related to the product? You can separate it from the rest of your of your feedback, and it, you can funnel that to your product team, and it becomes from negative becomes useful. So that's one thing. Second thing is is this is this related to the service that you receive? There you have the growth opportunity where you can create your, for example, if you're using uh, you know, an app desk that allows it, or if you're good with, with uh, scripts or whatever, you can create a trigger to follow up, which informs um, your agent that, that you know, this occurrence happened. You can send your nice message. I have a message that says, you know, uh, you got negative reviews for the service, the stuff happens. You know, the, the important thing is using it as a learning opportunity. Let's try to patch things up if we can. 
uh, and so send a notification to the agent to do to write a follow-up. And there we have our opportunity to investigate on our on our performance to see what are the learnings that can come from that. And there's also like it creates a nice um, repository for QA where you can dive in into those tickets and see what are the learning opportunity. If you have a UA manager, for example, or not, doesn't matter. Then um, this is a recent discovery. Um, is I created an additional um, reason for negative reviews for for the for the users, which is um, I have follow-up questions and my issue was not resolved. That's another, you know, um, another like um, way to move the the issue, maybe to escalate it somewhere else. To mm. if you have skill-based routing in your in your system, so it, it still gets it moving without a lot of manual effort there. Yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. So so often we we close the ticket, assuming we've resolved it, and then the only opportunity the customer has to tell us that we didn't resolve it is, is that survey. Um, so you, you said that you give, you said that you have triggers in place to create the opportunity for your agent to follow up mm-hmm. on negative reviews, right? So, so what is your expectation at that point for the agent? Is it that they just make that a personal conversation, a personal follow-up with the customer and try to extract what it was about the service try is it a rescue mission for that agent at that point yeah I, I, there's two notifications that get sent out i get notified that the notification has been sent to the to the agent so i know that they have to follow up and so i make sure that they do um and um and then they get the notification so the nice thing is that because um i, I really appreciate my team is very reliable uh they'll do it themselves i don't have to you know uh, nudge them into into doing it uh they know about it if anything maybe before jump diving in they will like show me the ticket ask me some questions or ask them to to like you know somebody if it's a tier one agent maybe they can ask it to the, the tier two uh somebody in tier two or like you know um if i'm not around um so yeah so that's like you know where they take it from and um it's like it can be a rescue mission but also can be simply like an opportunity to understand and 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 maybe gather gather feedback if if needed Mm, that makes sense that makes sense um so if somebody was thinking about setting up surveys for the first time Mm -hmm. um rather than just going and switching them on in the crm just as we, yeah, just as just as we close out, what would be your kind of first piece of advice for people just embarking on this journey? First piece of advice, I would say the, the thing I just mentioned. Negative reviews are very important. Make sure that the feedback related to the product is not just impacting your um, your overall score, mm. creating a picture that doesn't resemble, um, you know, the the ability of your team to to provide good service uh, and, and make the team grumpy, which you, you, the usual <laughs> thing you will hear is, yeah, okay, but we have no control over this, and which is, which is kind of negative review. So that takes care of like your team morale, uh, and so break down in these two in these two pieces. Break it down between product feedback, even though that's not the base for product feedback. Ask that additional question, and use the opportunity to create a follow up for growth. 
that will be my very first um, suggestion. Actually, I guess I, I, I think that's great. I, th- I think I have one final question, and it's a really simple one. Do you think that the, that the default question that your CRM provides on a survey is good enough? No, because I would say you should definitely get rid of like the some other reason option because otherwise it becomes a placeholder for people to not spend time and just say, okay, whatever, some other reason. Right. So that's not very useful. So I would say definitely get rid of that one uh, and, and try to nudge people into giving you a reason. Yeah. Yeah. Something that you can truly action based on everything you just told us. Great advice. That's it for today. Go to customersupportleaders.com forward slash 120 for the show notes and I'll see you next time.